This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I wanted to spend a few minutes though, talking about this story, which is getting some, some international attention. And it's, um, shall we say, an interesting theory from some Calgary researchers. Let me read to you. This is uh, Tom Blackwell of the National Post today. It says, ask any high school biology student and they'll tell you. Brain cells communicate through electrical impulses, a current that flows from neuron to neuron delivering messages in a flash. But scientists at the University of Calgary have theorized a radical addition to that picture, suggesting the brain also uses a system of light-based communication, a sort of fiber-optic network for the mind. This is quite fascinating. Joining us uh, to talk more about it, one of the researchers involved, Christoph Simon, is a quantum physicist, a professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy at the University of Calgary. Uh, Professor Simon, thank you for joining us here. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. Well, this is um, quite a, a theory, and, and there was a quote from I think it was you or one of the researchers uh, suggesting that that it, it's a little bit out there. You concede? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. So, so we are not sure that this is true, right? It's just uh, a suggestion, but but we think it might be. Like we did uh, a lot of theoretical modeling, and and we think that this is this is a possibility that uh, should be tested hopefully, in, in experiments. All right. Well, well, tell us then how you arrived at this conclusion and I guess where, where the research would go from there. So, I mean, I, I became interested in this when... So, I, myself, I'm a quantum physicist, as, as you said. So, my expertise is really light and uh, the smallest particles of light. But, but I have been interested in the brain for a long time. And then about three years ago, a colleague told me that the, the cells in the brain... Uh, have been observed to emit light, just a little bit of it, but still. So, so they emit photons, and and then I became really interested, and and I wanted to know if if it was imaginable that these photons could be used as uh, as signals somehow between the between the nerve cells, and uh, so so we know that the cells in the brain are connected by these cables, right? They are called axons. And, and everybody agrees that they are used to transmit electricity, electrical signals. And, and we wanted to know if it was possible that they might also transport light, transport photons. And so, so we started, you know, making a, a detailed uh, model of theoretical model of, of these, of these cables, of these axons. And, uh, our conclusion is that it seems it seems possible, it seems imaginable that they that they could be used also as optical fibers. Like the story was saying. Okay, so the the modeling suggests it's theoretically possible. I guess it would would require for the research to to see if indeed that's the case. Yeah. So so the next step for sure is is to to try it out in practice. Right? Like there's that that that's that is the next important step. So we we are trying to to now talk to experts in, in, in cell biology and in, in medicine, you know, who, who might be able to try that or together with us. All right. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what are the implications of this, though? Well, I mean, if it's true, then, then, then it's a whole new uh, sort of perspective on, on the brain. So, yeah, I mean, it, it would be a whole new, a whole new thing going on in the brain that we have no idea about, right? Um, so, so it could have, 
the well, one of the exciting things is in principle. So light is very good to not only for transmitting sort of ordinary information, but also what we call quantum information. So it would make it imaginable that quantum information is also being transported in the brain somehow. Um, and, and, and that would mean that the brain could be, often, I think people now often imagine the brain as a sort of like a computer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But, but then me and my colleagues, we are in this research area where we think about what's called quantum computers. So, which is a different kind of computer, which uses some of the, the properties of quantum physics uh, to, to perform tasks that ordinary computers cannot perform. And uh, so, so if this idea with the photons in the brain and all, all that is true, then, then it could mean that the brain, it, it would make it more possible that the brain could also be a quantum computer, for right. example. Yeah, and, and I mean, things get, get weird at the quantum level. <laughs> right, so there's a lot going on there that, that, that is somehow mysterious, and, and at the same time, there's a lot of open questions about the brain still, right? And, and if we can, it could be that, that quantum physics, sort of the, mis the mysterious features of quantum physics are responsible for some of the mysterious features of the brain. That would be exciting if it was true. Indeed. But, but I, sh I should say again that we don't know for sure, okay? It's, it's just a proposal, So, but, but it would be very, very exciting. Yeah, very intriguing indeed. Uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, Christoph, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's uh, Christoph Simon. Uh, he's a quantum physicist uh, at the University of Calgary, professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy at the University of Calgary. So that's his interest. He's not a, a neurologist uh, with a focus on, on protons. But then finding that, you know, there, there's, there's a plausible model here that maybe the brain relies on those photons. Like he says, almost like a fiber optic network for the mind. Maybe it's these photons zipping back and forth on these biological cables. I mean, there's some quantum physics at play, too, which would be quite fascinating. So, uh, again, at this point, it's, it's a hypothesis, uh, but certainly something that warrants uh, further investigation. When we come back after the 2.30 news, we're going to talk a bit about the case of four-year-old Serenity. We now know her name. Thanks to the work of Paula Simons, this uh, four-year-old girl who died in provincial care, uh, under awful circumstances, how did her plight go so badly? Why was nothing done to intervene to save this child? Why was a four-year-old girl at death weighing just 20 pounds? There's a debate happening this afternoon in the uh, Alberta legislature on this issue, all of it stemming from the report from the Child and Youth Advocates. We'll get into that when we come back here after the 2.30 News. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12.30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.